shit. What's the word? Like a electronic, like a vibe. We are in the new headquarters for Dial the Wild. That's right. I have purchased a home with my family, and I have dedicated this man cave esque room into our Dial the Wild uh, room of requirement. Idiosity. If we had Pending. a soundboard, I'd be playing those those uh, those air horns. That's right. <laughs> I am Travis. I have been here all along. Seth, he's been coming along for a while now. We got some big plans for this thing. Um, <clears throat> look forward to a YouTube channel yeah. soon to come. Obviously, we just moved into this place, and I am still living out of boxes and stuff. <laughs> So, my life still kind of sucks, but it's kind of cool at the same time. But once we get settled in here and we get this man cave up, you're going to get some you're going to get some highlights, you're going to get some videos. Probably not all of the podcasts will be videoed, but some of the cool stuff we talk about on podcasts will kind of put our snippets and stuff up. And you just see some of the cool stuff we do because uh, we're broke working class people who still find um, a way to do this cool stuff. So we like to party. I like to party. I know for a fact you don't party. <laughs> I do with Rod. <laughs> a little hot Rod reference there if you didn't get it. Little, so jingle jingle. We have <clears throat> we have done a number of things. Over the last couple of months. Yeah. That because of the purchase and the move and everything, we have not been able to cover. But I do have I some, had a little bit of a hiatus there. A little bit. But we're going to be wow. going to this uh, open forum, kind of. Uh, there's going to be some interviews. There's still going to be some guests and stuff. But we're just going to talk about the cool stuff we see and we like and we're part of. And people that we think we're cool that we're going to let in here are going to come down here and people that we don't, well, you're not part of the club. So you can't come. No, stay out of the cave, bro. So, um, once again, look forward to the YouTube channel. We'll be putting that out on the Instagrams and the Facebooks of the world. I, Seth might get witty at some point and do a TikTok for whatever this is, but I don't TikTok. I have no, (laughs) I don't have time in my life for another platform, even though that's what the kids are doing nowadays is talking and ticking. So you got to get rid of one uh, and then just get TikTok and let it absorb your life. I, well, I don't even Twitter either. Well, 
I don't. I Twi- Facebook I've had forever. And the reason I still have Facebook, I have so many walks of life. Mm-hmm. Like at high school, people I played football with in high school, college, uh, eight-man football after college, and then Army, and then the frat house, and everything else. And, like, all of my friends are on there. So, yes, Instagram's the new thing. TikTok's the new thing and everything else. But all my friends are still on Facebook. So I'm on Facebook. DTW's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I do have uh, Instagram, but is you your have, is your filter touching the mic? It is. I think a little bit. It is I'm what it is. A lot of it's not going to sound great. We have like nothing in this room. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that's gonna be. There's lots of stuff. Yeah, we're gonna in. have like football stuff in here, sports memorabilia. All we've been renting for like the last. Eight years, I want to say seven, eight years, and all of the cool stuff that I've owned over the years, whether it's been sports memorabilia or Star Wars crap, or uh, I, I think I got some movie posts like I got some Scarface posters and stuff that yeah, I've had for you've years, got probably like a Boondock Saints poster. I got a somewhere. Boondock Saints poster, so like it's all gonna go up in here, and then we're gonna have our couch, we're gonna have our bar. Um, I mean, it's going to get wild, hence dialing. You got to dial it. You got to dial it first. And once you find it, then you get wild. Yeah. So my day started off a little wild. I got to do a little um, four-man best ball over at Twin Oaks in Blandensville. A little Father's Day. Well, actually, it was a Wounded Warriors mm. uh, golf outing. And I think he said that the year before COVID um, nineteen, they raised like four to five thousand dollars. Then obviously skip a year because of COVID. And then um, last year when they had the outing, I think they were around five thousand dollars that they raised through this golf outing for Wounded Warriors and uh, the Raritan Illinois Fire Department puts that on. And then this year they said that through the drawings, the fifty fifties, and then like. You could pay 20 bucks for your team to move up to the ladies' tees on a couple holes. Um, you can buy a couple mulligans and stuff. They said that they're going to be up above probably six grand this year for Wounded Warriors. So, shout out to um, Twin Oaks and Blandesville and the Raritan Fire Department because that that's cool. When you can raise money and have fun and drink beer at the same time, you're winning. Insert clapping hands sound effect. Yeah, to... We're not there. We're, we're not there yet. We ain't there. We're getting there. But um, oh, what's next on the agenda? So we buckled down and went to Peoria, Illinois, for Trivium. We did. Mm-hmm. In Flames. In Flames. Actually played before Trivium. And I'm not a big Trivium fan, but they're very good live. I like I, I thought I enjoy Trivium. Whenever I hear them, I enjoy it. It's just, it's not something I'm going to flip on in the yeah, truck. Yeah, it's, it's not something I like go out of my way to listen to, I love but if it, it comes on. And unfortunately, we made it there for like the last song, which is their best song, so it paid off. But um, they were fairly good live. I don't know why they were the first band. I feel like they've been established longer than some of the other groups but i went there for lamb of god Mm -hmm. like that was that was what it was when you go to a concert like that where you have a couple cool bands opening up you see the band you want to see and in this case megadeth was closing 
I'm not a huge Megadeth fan. I respect them and what they did and their history and metal and, and everything else is awesome. Um, what Dave Mustaine has done, um, starting in Metallica, going to Megadeth and then, um, just trying to be the fastest metal band out there because of his grudge with Metallica and how he kind of ep- exited that group or they exited him out of that group. Anyways, there's a bunch of different stories about it, but um, when you go to a show like that, it's not like you're overly excited about seeing Megadeth, but mm-hmm. you respect it and it's the experience. So I have wanted to, since I got into metal music over 20 some years ago, I have wanted to see Lamb of Freaking God. Like that has been one of my white elephant bands. I've never been in the same area as they've been when they've came through town near me. Or I've had something going on. Something has always happened when it's time for me to go see Lamb of God. And lo and behold, we buckled down and got it done this time. And if you ever get the chance to go see Lamb of God, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge Lamb of God. You're not fan, a huge Lamb of God fan. But it was. It was pretty good. But it I was really amazing. Enjoyed it. Yeah, and everybody I talked to that was at that show was just like, "Yeah, it's not exactly my thing. I'm not, you know, a huge metalhead." But they were really good. Well, yeah, they're <laughs> Lamb of freaking God. Of course, they're good. <laughs> Who is going to these shows not being a metalhead? Well, listening to Trivium and what Flames people consider what people consider like metal as far as. Lamb of God type. Um, well, yeah, I guess people who were going there to watch. people who consider uh, Megadeth like Megadeth, metal, yeah. you know, it's, it's what metal is. And there's a million different genres. Like that guy Nick was calling dad. Yeah. There's a million different things that people call different types of metal. Anyways, I digress. Go see. The, and honestly, Megadeth put on a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you listen to any of their songs over the last four 30 some years they sounded exactly like they sounded on any one of those records and their, their visual effects and all of that was really cool oh yeah too. they still had the robots and stuff it was cool as like hell. huge guy dressed like as a robot yeah. just came out yeah of the i mean stage. that stuff's cool it's corny as hell but that neat. was the 90s you know mm-hmm. late 80s early 90s just like robots are gonna take over the world and, <laughs> and kill us all you know and then just play speed metal behind it yeah well <laughs> Take a mortal man and then you put him in control and see what happens. So that was amazing. I've got a couple snippets of those shows that I'll put on the DTW site just so you can kind of see what I see. Um, when it comes to stuff like that, obviously because of copyright or whatever the laws are, we're mm-hmm. not going to tape a whole show and put it up. And honestly, I'm not the kind of person that can sit there and put a whole show on my phone. Yeah. If I'm there at My phone a show, won't stay alive that long. Yeah, but just me, I cannot if I'm there, I paid money to be mm-hmm. part of this experience. And if I'm sitting there watching it through my phone, how's that any different than YouTube? Yeah. You know, yes, you're there. He's within a hundred yards of you, that's cool. But if I'm there and I want to take it all in like, I'm not going to be watching it through my phone the whole time. My phone's in my pot. It's kind of like, um, did you see that dude that was, uh, I think it was the Masters tournament, the Masters golf tournament. Um, Tiger was swinging. Tiger was uh, making a swing there on the fairway. 
and like everybody behind him has their phone out and is like taping Tiger from mm-hmm. less than 10 feet away. And right front row center is just this dude standing there with this Michelob in his hand, just watching, just taking it all in. Like his phone's not out or anything. He's just mm-hmm. totally invested in the moment. Just, I will never get to see Tiger probably swing a golf club ever again. So I'm going to take in every moment of that. So if you swing a golf club, if you enjoy golf, then it's like, that is a moment there you'll never get again. So he's just there taking it in. He's not watching it through his phone. Well, that's how I am at concerts. Like, I'm not going to sit there and tape the whole thing. I might hear a song or something that I like and take out a, a couple videos of it. Just yeah, because. That's, that's what I did at the Slipknot concert. Yeah, that was what I was going to get to next. And then, well, before that, I want to say. I did that for three. Memento Mori, too. I really liked that. Yeah, I did because just the way they opened up, mm-hmm. Lamb of God opened up that show was amazing. Um, you really couldn't ask for it any better. And then a couple weeks later, we went to uh, we went to a Quad City Steamwheelers Arena football mm-hmm. game, and that was actually a blast. Yeah, I really was, enjoyed that. It was really interesting, like the nuances and everything. Yeah, the, it's so similar to just regular football that you watch, but it's also just so completely different. different. <laughs> it's, they it's had a strange. touchdown called back on an illegal twist. <laughs> an illegal I have twist. yet to see <laughs> what this illegal twist is. And this is how new I am to this house that the computer we're recording on isn't even hooked up to the internet yet. So I can't even look up what it is. And I was going to before, but I'm a terrible person and I'm not ready or prepared for this at all. That's fine. But uh, I digress again. So, yeah, we're at uh, the Steam Wheeler game, and, dude, it was great. Just the mm-hmm. atmosphere, the people. It reminded me of, like, those guys, the bleacher bums that go to the baseball games, mm-hmm. like, every day. They sit, in the top, they sit in the top and talk crap on everybody and everything. The Quad Cities... Arena football team has these devote followers. Mm-hmm. They, they do. <laughs> they do. There were people. Oh, that lady was that going lady nuts. Was, she was getting in everyone's face. Down granted, there. That I don't so understand funny. arena football as well as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it seemed like the officiating was not very good. Yeah. And this is a semi-pro football event. Oh yeah, in terms of skill. You can definitely see like a difference between football that you'll watch on TV, like the NFL and all of that. But they're not going to get into they're not going to get into open space on an yeah. arena field. This thing is only like fifty yards long. But a lot of uh, oh, my little quarterback soapbox. <laughs> a lot of the time, those quarterbacks there. Granted, they don't have a whole lot of time to kind of sit back and wait for someone to get they open. Have no time, but they've got still, like two reads, and if even, they're not there, they're running. Yeah, even NFL quarterbacks, they'll they'll scramble around in the backfield and wait for someone to get open. They won't just take probably five seconds to look and then just decide to run. One of my favorite things from that game was. Uh, so obviously they got their little cheer dance girls. <laughs> you know where I'm going. And at halftime they do their little dance thing. And and I'm not 
I'm not being misogynistic or anything, but these girls were not the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. No. I'll just put this out there. Not talking about their looks or their, but their professionalism. You know, mm. it, it just they're there. And I'm they're sure they took themselves. dance classes at one point. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know if they did or not. But uh, they did their little thing at halftime, and then this dude that was like front row center, right next to the boards that edge the uh, the field, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much playing football on a carpet covering the hockey rink. Yeah, in Moline. So. <laughs> As soon as they're done, this guy's sitting front row center, 50-yard line. He's like that big, creepy guy that as soon as the girls are done dancing, like he is on his feet clapping, throwing up devil horns, just like, <laughs> Woo, yeah, go girls, yeah. And like two rows, of, because we're on the upper bowl, is free mm-hmm. tickets. So, But you can see everything. That's yeah, what the, I love the about The seats Moline. there were there's not a bad. There's seat not in the a bad place. seat in Moline. Now Peoria, you can get up in there. Peoria, yeah. Your your nose can bleed a little bit, but in Moline at that Tax Layer Center, like there is not a bad seat in the house. A I little mean, cramped sometimes. Sometimes, but other than that, it's it's really not bad at all. So, yeah, this guy front row center, fifty yard line. Yeah, girls. Yeah, like he is not a small gentleman at all. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he bought a Warren Sapp jersey or something more because he was not a small, not a small gentleman if he wasn't him. And then the guy that's like two seats down from us sees this and he grabs his devil horns and just throws them up in the air all sarcastic like and it was freaking hilarious. <laughs> and so I'm laughing my butt off. And this guy turns around and looks at me and goes, did you see that guy? I saw him, dude. That was great. <laughs> that guy was more excited about the girls dancing than he was the entire football game. And he's sitting front oh. row center on the 50-yard line. Oh, we got to talk about the the truck. The truck thing. The truck thing. Yeah, when the, they brought the person to throw the ball into the truck. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, God. <laughs> so they did kind of like the hockey puck thing that they do for hockey. Where, or like regular football where you kick a field goal or, or a half-court shot. At well, a I mean game. like the when they had the, the truck pull the hot tub around. Okay. I'm assuming uh, that's how they picked the person. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. But they, everyone had like the little foam balls, and you got to try to make it into this little basket in the middle of this hot tub. And the hot tub's going around the middle of the field. Uh, that I assume that's how they picked this person to uh, come down to the field. <laughs> they uh, Their goal was to, I think they stood at the quote-unquote 50-yard line. 50-yard line. And... They had to throw this arena um, league football, yeah, which is a little different. Yeah, it looks a little smaller. I think. I think it might be a little bigger. I'm I don't not, know. I don't know. I don't really clue. We were not that close to the field, but they had to throw this ball through probably a foot in diameter hole through the back of this truck, and I think they she win had to the throw truck. it into the back. Truck window. Yeah. And I don't know if she won the truck or if she just got put into a drawing to win the truck. Yeah, but... Anyways... She winds back to throw it. It lands like horrible, 12... Horrible. Horrible It lands throw. like 12 yards short. 
Yeah, it was I say, really bad. And throw. so the whole stadium's like, oh, and then it skips. <laughs> the ball skips, skips spirals off perfectly of the five yard line into the hole in into the, the hole the in the back of the truck. And the Everyone. whole stadium went oh. nuts because she just one hopped this football. She didn't the- even know what happened too because she like. Turned around as soon as it hit the ground, and she was like all mopey, and then everyone just went crazy. But both of the football teams were going all nuts too. The teams too. were just like, and it was a chipping oh, game. Those so guys good. were getting after each other. They were, you know, that, hence the illegal twist. Hence the illegal twist. <laughs> but like they were, everybody in the place was freaking out more than they did on any of the touchdowns. Oh yeah, <laughs> with like yeah, it was crazy. She. Completely biff this throw. It bounces off the ground and goes into the back window. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to look on YouTube and see if anyone recorded Was it that. worth a free ticket and an hour drive? I think Probably, so. Probably, yeah. yeah. I would go again. It was mm-hmm. fun. And like I said, if we lived closer to that area, like if it wasn't an hour, hour and a half drive to where you were home at midnight mm-hmm. when you got done with it, like... I would probably be one of those bleacher bums, like up in the top buying a ten dollar ticket and just going there to yell at. Yeah, there's people who go there every Saturday night, and like these little kids were heckling a defensive back for the other team, (laughs) and he's just over there, just like I'm sorry, guys. You know, he's jawing back and forth. It those people. If you watch an NFL game, I don't know. It depends on the stadium, Mm -hmm. but from the sideline, like the out of bounds on the edge of the football field to the first row of seats on the side of a football field. It's probably like a good 10 yards. 10 yards? We're talking like you've got all those people between the field and the first row of seats I'm thinking of like closer to the end zone. No, I'm I'm talking like, I'm talking sideline. So you probably probably got 30, I would say 30, 40 yards of open space between the first row of seats. I don't know about 40. Okay. Probably closer to 30. 30 maybe, 20, 30 yards. So you got that gap between there and there. Mm -hmm. When you're in an arena football game. You are the out of bounds. You are out of bounds. Like The only thing standing between you and the field is probably like a five-inch wall. The wall from a hockey rink. Yeah. Is what it is, essentially. I think they pad it up a little bit. But, yeah, the, the wall that they slam each other into during a hockey game is what they tackle each other into. And there was a couple good thuds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. I I enjoyed it. Um, but while we were at that game, at halftime, they had this little ad that Slipknot, <laughs> Slipknot yeah. may or may not be at the Tax Slayer the next weekend. And I thought about it, and you thought about it, yeah. and we're like, eh, I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to drive up there again on a Saturday night. I mean, we, we had seen Slipknot prior, and it was an amazing show. It was an amazing show, so I didn't want to be let down. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, the site that I get on is, oh, is, a veteran, is a veteran ticket site, and if they've got extra tickets, then they post them up there. You send in an email. Sometimes they send you tickets. Listen, sometimes if you're they thinking don't. about joining the military. This ticket website makes it all worthwhile. <laughs> we've gone. <laughs> we've gone. To, well, that's how you and I went to the uh, Illini, the that, Illinois yeah, Illini Northwestern in Chicago. Um, not Washington. 
Washington. Illinois-Washington football game, yeah. what, like 10 years ago or something? It was a decent amount of years ago now. But we went up to Soldier Field in Chicago and watched uh, the Illinois Illini play football, which we're not going to sit here and, and brag on Illinois football. But they were still good then. Like They were okay. This was like a year or two after they had been to the Rose Bowl, though, too. So, anywho... We get this. I get this email that um, they're actually going to give out some tickets to. So I put right in for it, and they're like, "You're approved." I'm like, yeah, "We're going. We're going to slap And so we go up, and before we even get there, we go to Lopez and meet Lopez. our buddy Steve Mo, which we're going to talk a little bit more about him here in a bit. Um, if you're in the Quad Cities and you can eat a Lopez pizza. You better do it's it. It's not bad. It's pretty amazing. You can watch wrestling and eat pizza. <laughs> We're watching wrestling. <laughs> AEW wrestling. Like, And the guys that are regulars there, they said the two guys at the bar that mm-hmm. were watching are like actually announcers for the local wrestling circuit no that way. they have. Yeah. Those that's, two big guys at the bar, they great. actually are announcers for the local wrestling whatever. Anyways... It was pretty great, though. We got to meet up with Steve Mo for a while. He was dying because mm-hmm. he had just been at um, some food truck fight thing up in Galena. and It's not as cool as it sounds. I didn't know what it was, but it's, it's a food a truck fight isn't as cool as it sounds. It's more of Yeah, a, it's not like they're, they're not a lot of each other. Yeah. It, it's a it's a judge, judge deal. I'm, I wish It that, sounds like I'm underselling it. I'm sure it's actually really I cool. think this weekend <laughs> is Father's Day weekend. They're actually having the one in the Quad Cities, and he says that like there's thousands of people that show up to that thing. Yeah. So How they, many food trucks go? Is it like a head, head-to-head, or there's just a whole I'll bunch of food trucks? I'll because we'll get into that again here we'll in a bit. We'll get into it later. <laughs> But uh, he actually he had, he told me that they had a fence all the way around this place. They had people signed up to do trash, and they had over a hundred volunteers signed up for this thing. When they were going to tear down, there were seven people, so he felt obligated to stay and help clean up. So he didn't go to the Slipknot show with us, but he actually hauled ass back to Moline so he could eat pizza with us before the show. And then he sent me a Snapchat, like right before Cypress Hill was getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. And he was in bed. He goes, good night. <laughs> <laughs> he was just done. He was toast. But we're looking forward to seeing him here soon. Um, more to follow. Um, anyways, so opening up Slipknot was horror. Horror. H O nine nine O nine. Yeah. Horror. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All they, the R's are nines. R nines, and if it's your thing, it's very good. <laughs> it's it was mm-hmm. the I will say this: it was the most original thing I had heard from anything different. Like, yeah, it was. It's a mixture of rap, punk rock, reggae, mm-hmm. and metal. It it's a lot of fast paced uh, stuff. It's really cool, and I've tried to I, listen to I, some I, of their stuff. I have gone back to YouTube and tried to give it another try a couple times because sometimes I know a lot of people say that like your first impression, you know, will tell you everything mostly about people and this and that. With there, I music, find myself like music. I think music when yeah, with music, times. I think if you give it um, a second or third chance, then you come around. And then that song that you thought sucked after you hear it half a dozen times on the radio, you're like, it's a pretty good song. <laughs> but mm. these guys. 
for what they are, they're cool. Check it out. See if you like it. It's, yeah, I like I like their voices. Like the dude that had the Hogwarts sorting hat on, he had a really cool voice. Yeah, he did. But and, and the other guy had a pretty he, good. He metal had a pretty voice. good voice too. Yeah, they, there's not a lot of screaming it's just going a on. Really, but, a lot of shouting. Mm-hmm. I would say. <laughs> I I really like their more like fast beat rapping stuff. I really enjoyed that. It was very interesting. It was one. I would say it's one of the more original things I've seen in a long time. Nobody in this world sounds like them. I, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. Okay, moving on. We got the Cypress Hill experience. Cypress Hill. And that I was actually say, really good. And I the had, DJ was really good at getting the, the crowd hype beforehand. Yeah. Like that was a that was almost an authentic rap show. Uh, obviously it was, but uh, just in the past when I've been to rap shows, it's like yeah, the DJ's job is to get you hype and everything before the artists come out and perform. Mm-hmm. And that DJ was fire, dude. He was gas. Like <laughs> he was very, very good. I forget what they said his name was. I'll have to find that. But uh being a nineties kid, like I really appreciate it because when you hear insane in the membrane, mm-hmm. it's like it's like, ah, oh, Cypress. But for a kid who didn't grow up with Cypress Hill, what did <laughs> I you had- think? I had absolutely no clue what Cypress Hill was. Really? Yeah. I went in there thinking Cypress, because the name Cypress Hill makes me think of maybe like a, kind of like a black metal band. Black Cypress Hill. Like that, Lorna Shore, that's what I think of when I hear Cypress Hill. No, it's a bunch of Cubans rapping about getting high. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Cypress Hill is. And it's really cool stuff. It, uh, It was... I didn't like a lot of it, <laughs> no. Nah, but but hip hop's just not my thing. Not to mention the contact high you could have gotten in that place <laughs> when they started playing. Oh my goodness! And I it's like, like the Tax Slayer Center does not care. Yeah. Like if you were in two rows ahead of us, there was that couple mm-hmm. like they're just they're passing it up, like passing and packing and passing and packing. We're we're not talking about some little Swisher sweetie. We're talking about some Philly blunt thing going on, and it was evident what they were doing. And if you were in Peoria doing that, like you'd have been hauled out mm-hmm. in minutes. And there was everybody, even nobody on cared. The stage. <laughs> Dude, singer, yeah, the singer Dude, was blazing right there on the stage. Blunt. Just like. Yeah, these guys roll the best blunts. Taught them myself. <laughs> Crazy. But, uh, and then Slipknot. And like I said, I was apprehensive because when we saw them last was at the Iowa State Fair a day before their last album dropped. No, it was like the day, I think it was the day of or the day after it dropped. It was like a day or a day before. It, it was around that area. But, like, I, uh, their yeah. CD was about to drop. Like, um, We Are Not Your Kind had already been released as mm-hmm. a single. And... Actually, that, that I I looked I, it up. It's All Out Life. All Out Life. You're right. I, I get it confused every time, okay. too. So, we, uh, we went up for that show, and hands down, one of the best metal shows I've ever mm-hmm. been to. It was, was the perfect... It was the perfect time Just to go the see it. Storm, the perfect New time to go see album it. Album release. They're in their hometown. They're in their hometown at a state fair, and they were they were crazy. It was probably one sounded of my favorite great. shows yeah. of all time. As few as I've actually and been to the Slipknot Museum. Awesome. The Slipknot Museum, which more too. or less was like a big semi trailer that 
you know how campers they have that room that pull out yeah. on each side this is like a semi-trailer but the whole thing pulled out on each side and you can go through you can see like um, see old mask, old mask, old uh, guitars, some crazy shit that clown just decided to make. Yeah, his art is well, it's art. He's he's a crazy <laughs> so, guy. But that experience was like so perfect for seeing Slipknot that I did not like. I kept my expectations low because mm-hmm. I was thinking that like they're never probably going to top that last show that they done. So. <clears throat> More or less, I uh, I had decided that like I was just going to stay realistic about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way it can be as good as last. It was just as it good was... as last time we'd seen them. And they they'd been on tour it, for yeah, a little they're while. They're at the so tail Corey's... end. They're at the tail end of this year and a half tour. Yeah, Corey's voice is and basically Corey, shot, but he said, still sounded. He fantastic. says that he sounded terrible, but he was. <laughs> He sounded great. He sounded like there was Corey. Only, there's, there's no voice that sounds no. like Corey. And there was only one song I really heard where he struggled, and it was just because he was trying so hard. He and he He's said, a showman. Well, He's, they're from Des Moines. They yeah. love playing the Quad Cities, and they haven't done it in, I want to say, over a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, because when they were first starting out, they played Des Moines. They'd play um, Nebraska. They'd play Quad Cities and all these places, and... You know, and ever since they've gotten big, they haven't really played all those smaller venues. Mm-hmm. But like, it was evident that they were really excited to be in Moline, and yeah, when, the show was awesome. When you get when you get to uh, that genre of music, you can't really go as high as Slipknot anymore. Slipknot's around the top of that. Uh, modern that day, chain. I would yeah. say they're at the top. They're at the peak of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um. And they've been there a long time. They have. 20 plus years now. So I would say that like if you get a chance to see Slipknot, just go. Even oh, if just you, do it. Even if you just like one of their songs, they, just go. And you're going to be entertained, if anything. Mm-hmm. And it's an experience. I am They'll an sing old, snuff. I'm They'll an old it. fart now. I don't <laughs> get down in the pits and do that anymore. My feet hurt when I do general admission after an hour. <laughs> like Carly and I went to go see... I, I'm a big... I'm a puss. Okay? So, Carly and I went to go see uh, Chris Stapledon a couple of years ago for our anniversary. As you should. And... We did general admission, which was still, I want to say we paid almost $300 for both of us to go see him in Peoria mm-hmm. in general admission. So my feet were hurting so damn bad that night by the time I got home. And he played for almost two hours or so, two, two and a half hours. But now I'm an old fart. I buy a seat. My favorite seat at a concert is like front row center nosebleed. Like yeah. that's my favorite place to sit. I want to be straight behind the general admission in the f- closest row that I can be in, elevated a little ways. Yeah. That's my favorite place to be. And we had pretty good tickets where we, they were free. For being free tickets, they mm-hmm. were great because we saw everything. It was We saw probably more than we should have at times. <laughs> But it was a great show. Um, if you just the like... Slipknot show, right? We're, yeah, Slipknot okay. show. Yeah. So... If you get a chance to see Slipknot, just do it. I mean, it's worth it. They, they entertain. They're it. 
he makes lis- very he li- he makes listening to metal he makes you feel like you're part of a family mm-hmm. part of a bonding experience that, that's what it is to the to yeah. them to them their fans are family yes and and they're very very open about that because there's some shows I've been to where like they go they play music and then they get off the stage as fast as they can like they're just mm-hmm. they don't want to talk to fans they don't want to be part of it they just they want to play music make their money and go home more power to them that's their right I, I gotta say Michael Pfaff is really growing on me Tortilla guy. Tortilla man. He's really he growing on. He's he goes crazy. His screaming has gotten better. Yeah. He's very theatrical. He beats the hell out of himself. And that's what Slipknot was 15 yeah. years ago. And all the Sid time. has calmed down quite a bit. They all have calmed down quite a bit <laughs> because they were all about ready to kill yeah, themselves. You won't you won't find these guys jumping off the top of this like the balcony of the stage anymore. No. By far, definitely not. They're so, in their like, some of them are in their. I'm pretty sure Clown is in his fifties now. Yeah, he's well, he's one. Yeah. So, anyways, we got some other stuff we're gonna cover here soon. Um, got a music festival we're gonna cover. Mm-hmm. We've got a fantasy football league we're gonna cover. Mm-hmm. We have. I don't know. Seth is undecided yet whether he's going or not, but I do have tickets to the John Deere Classic. PGA event in the Quad Cities that I'm excited about. Um, the 3D Archery World Trials were last week. Um, maybe when Jeff comes over, we'll cover that a little bit. Jeff and I shot in that a couple years ago, and that was a very grueling archery experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really, really cool. And um, new. Th- this is going to be fun. Like, We've finally got an area to nail down. Um, we're going to have some cool people over. Uh, we actually, the podcast with Matt Rauschert that we did, we went to an event for, of his last night. That mm-hmm. was great. Um, like I've said before, we're not going to talk about where we lie. I think you can listen to us long enough and know where we lie politically. Yeah. Um, but uh, without getting into the political side of things, we are covering his I, I'm gonna say we're taking a journalistic approach to his campaign. Yeah. Just to see what the what the process is like. Him and they're getting down to crunch time. I think June twenty eighth is our primary uh vote to see if he's going to get his party's uh bid to run mm-hmm. for the I think they said that they were they number one right now. They think they're in the lead, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um based on their numbers, which are arbitrary. Um, they don't know if they're or if they're leading everything or not. But as it stands, they feel really good about their odds. Um, he's coming from a grassroots stance on everything. He's taking no lobbyist money. He's trying to do this thing right. And I think we need that more in politics. Mm-hmm. So with get off my soapbox a little bit. We are kind of supporting him. And I think on the 28th, he's asked us to kind of do um, – an experience uh, at his uh, election party. Yeah. So we're going to hopefully be there and cover that. And I think what that's going to be is us sitting down talking about the experience, what it's like to be at an election party. Um, And then Matt's going to kind of pop in and out with us, telling us where he's at, how he's feeling, kind of what he's Mm -hmm. going through, just so we get that experience. I think that'll be fun. Maybe we'll even get Joe Chat in there, too. Oh, Joe Chat. (laughs) 
is uh, Matt's um, campaign manager. And yeah, these guys are 22 years old. They're your age, right? They're, uh, and yeah. they're running I, for I office. I was in their class for a while. Yeah. And they're uh, they're trying to do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's impressive what they've been able to do. They are going up against the old guard of local, of local government, so it's mm-hmm. been difficult. But... Uh, I kind of like what they're doing, and I, I want to see how it how it all pans out, and we're going to be there for that. So um, stay tuned. Yeah, if, you, uh, if, you, uh, if you want change in Illinois, go vote. If you don't, well, go vote anyway. I don't actually, do, do what you, you want to do. If you live in this country and you're an American and you have the ability, you should vote. Mm-hmm. That's my feeling. And, yes, it is your right not to vote. But when things don't go your way or something happens, don't complain about it because you had your right to put in your two cents by voting for somebody. Okay, I'm done. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's where we're going to end this one. Um, just super excited. Like, we're able to share our experiences, um, do some fun stuff, get out and, and do the damn thing. So um, we got some big events coming up, like I said. I'm really excited for one in particular, to be honest. Uh, the draft party? Well, besides that one. Draft party is going to be fun. We'll draft cover that in the next really one. Fun. Which one are you talking Or have we brought it up yet? Are we going to bring it up yet? Uh, we, I, I think I want to. <laughs> next episode. Next episode. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to try and get one of these out a week. I think that's our goal. Yeah, we're going to... A lot of changes are going to be done to this, but because we're probably going to be doing this while watching football mm-hmm. or golf or something on Sunday afternoons or evenings, and then hopefully get everything produced, edited, and put out by Wednesday. Yeah, I think is for, for, for those of you who don't know us personally, you might even be able to see our faces eventually when we get cameras and whatnot. And we're just going to apologize now for yeah. you having to do that. Yeah, we're sorry that we look better than you. It's, it's- <laughs> little jeff brown coming out there (laughs) on that note um stay wild have a good one you gonna say bye no okay bye